I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. <laughs> Are you ready? There's only one Disney. I am very invested in not just Disney today, but Disney long term. Hello, people. Welcome to the Fantasy Fair. The what is it? Oh, that is right. The most magical podcast on earth. Joining me, I have the Alexis's. Let's talk about Alexis Soda. What's up, Alexis? You know, week 19 of a pandemic and I'm alive. I think that's good, you know, for keeping score. It's been 84 years. <laughs> uh, we also have Alexis Moreno. How are you, Alexis? I'm fine. You're fine? Just fine? You know, that honestly, that's the most we could we could ask for in these in this uh in these times i'm of... living so uh, you know i can't complain right <laughs> <laughs> but that's peter's normal response though he's in like, a normal you know, time but in a time where there's a plague out there that can kill you i think you're more grateful to be alive though <laughs> yeah yeah um we're gonna be talking about shit today disney stuff um yeah Disney rumors, parks, and all that jazz. So, to lead the conversation, because <laughs> your good host over here, Kyle Lira, is vastly, severely underprepared for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, the guy who probably took a million notes upon oh, yeah. a million and notes. And pictures, yes, with the slideshow presentation, <laughs> and at the and at the end, there's gonna be a whole fucking firework display as if well. If I had, if this were like a like video podcast, I would have a PowerPoint presentation with like um, photos of construction zones or potential construction areas with he like have, circles and like arrows. A little, um, what's it called? Like a pointer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you'd be like. You'd be like, uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, Animaniacs, yeah. but do you remember uh, Nations of the World, the Nations of the World song, where no, uh, Yakko, Yakko was pointing out to all the nations of the world, he's like, United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, yeah. Jamaica, Peru, yeah. it, that that would be pretty much Alexis, but he's like, you know, this this land is going, and this land is going, yeah, and this yeah, one yeah, is yeah. coming <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah. That basically is what, I mean... This is the kind of stuff that I really do like. Uh, look forward to with like Disney Parks news. It's like, what's next? What's coming? Yeah. And the construction of it. So. Yeah, and then you're seeing the construction. You're like literally freaking uh, uh, Palpatine watching the construction of the Death Star at the end of Sith. <laughs> I'm literally going like, um, all right, what like cast member building can we like <laughs> bulldoze next so we can put a ride in? Poor cast um, members. <laughs> <laughs> Poor cast member. It's bad enough they're underpaid and all that shit. Um, but yeah. So, uh, Alexis, I'm pretty sure you have your notes ready. Did Let's. Uh, all right. All right. Go. Wait. What? What? Uh, I what? thought you wanted to talk about Disney World first, but Disney World. Um, we'll save the bad for last. <laughs> all right. We'll save the worst for last. We'll say unless you want to get the worst over with 
I, I'm I'm fine with both. What do you want, Alexis? Do you care? Oh no. Um, <laughs> I say bad first. That way we end on a good note. <laughs> okay. All right. So okay, the past week that we are uh, recording this podcast, uh, Walt Disney World has opened, and hellishly so. It is <laughs> a, a crowded people here and there um people buying up freaking splash mountain merchandise and selling them for a ridiculously high price i mean the list goes on um well you guys seen the news we we talk about it off off mic Mm -hmm. i guess not off camera uh but What's your reception? I mean, if you if you're in the Diz Twitter, know you know what kind of the reception this opening has been given. I mean, what what is your thought process on this? Right, you know, with with the of course we didn't attend and we weren't even if we lived near it, um, come anywhere close to it with a ten foot pole, mind you. But um, no, Alexis and I had a conversation off air yesterday about um, how both of us were just like obsessively watching vlogger videos of people who were there and we it's like you're watching a car crash you just can't look away um but you know you just you have to keep looking at what it is um we should note that disney world had the great sense to open on the same day that florida broke an all-time record um first in the nation the first state in the nation to have 15,000 new cases of covid-19 in a 24-hour period which is horrible. <laughs> that is you know, horrible. First of all, I don't see how you would go outside and like be okay with being outside because like when I step outside just for like work, I feel my skin crawl <laughs> from like just like everything this whole bullshit pandemic is going through. So I don't understand why you would go to a park in the first place. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, I I get it. Some people's livelihoods are um are on it because they they frequently vlog at Disney and that's their whole freaking career and everything like that. And I see why people would want to go and do it like that. But just I, I don't know. You just see the stupidest people when it comes to like seething desperation. It it's it it no. Look, no, no. It just sucks because yeah. it, it takes one person to like ruin it for everybody. That, that's and... important to stress, right? Like we're gonna get to the crazies and we're gonna get to like the bad situations that happen, not just there, but also the downtown Disney situation here in Disney in California. But we should note that from what I've seen, I wanna tiptoe, I wanna be careful about this. From what I've seen, Disney is doing not bad. In terms of like what they've put in place to keep you yeah. distance and to keep mm-hmm. you safe, with the exception of certain attractions being open that really shouldn't be open. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I think that they really did put a lot of thought into everything. Um, I think that um, opening Shanghai was really good because they kind of. I mean, it's it's good in the sense that they kind of figured okay we could do this this and this but it's also 
kind of useless because the culture is completely different over here and people just don't listen. For example, they closed today because a few small numbers spiked in COVID-19. Hong Kong. Hong Kong, not Excuse Shanghai. Excuse me. Yeah, Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry. The, um, the, number, the reason why it closed down, let me put in... Uh, 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 huge bold letters is because the number went to fifty six. Yeah, like, and I, then they're like, "Oh no, that's not good." And yeah, close it back so they're up. being Which, very cautious. You know, with it, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's also kind of very surprising that they did close. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's just it's crazy, and and they really are doing the most, you know. But I do agree also, um, I, I don't think, you know, any of the water rights should be open because that water is recycled water. It's kind of gross. Like, we were having this discussion <laughs> like, off air and I didn't put it together. I mean, in general, I would think that you wouldn't want those open because many of those water-based attractions like Pirates and Splash and Small World have extended um, sequences that you're in an indoor, highly air-conditioned facility but then with certain rides that you drop and you get wet like it's so icky how you described it with the water splashing on you and then all of you and the water mixing and then coming back into the water and then when other logs in splash mountain drop and then that water gets back up in your face it's like yeah. it's like you're basically in a swimming pool all together yeah. and like it's already gross to begin with but now with this going on it's like mm. And, and freaking... not that it bothered me before. You, I would get on all the time. Like, it's fine. But now, like, you kind of have to look at what's going on and be like, mm, maybe we shouldn't do this one. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. And I get it. Like, you know, it's Splash Mountain. It's freaking pirates. Like, I get it. But it's like, ugh. I don't know. It's, it's like, weird. it's like a Petri dish on a freaking log. I mean, that's what, that's what it is. I mean, it's highly with bacteria and viruses, and it's just, ugh, ugh. I'm shivering. It's so from the videos filthy. that I saw, so all the cast members not only had masks, but they also had those, um, what's it called? The the shields, the face shields on. Yeah. There was pexy glass installed all over the place. There were temperature checks. And, of course, there are markings in walkways and in wait time queues to keep you socially distanced so they're doing a and of course they've installed um those um hand sanitizer dispensers and they've installed sinks so they've done i think about the best job they could do the problem that we're coming into even at their best it all just feels futile it doesn't mm -hmm. – you may feel while you're there that because there is so much effort to protect you that you feel more comfortable than other locations. But uh -huh. that doesn't mean you're protected or safe. Yeah, because you're still going to be surrounded by people. You're still going to be, you know, this, this, and this, and this. And it's going to be – it's just endless. And people just don't fucking listen. And yeah. that's the that's the problem. I mean, it yeah. doesn't matter, how, like, what kind of extent. Like, you could have the whole entire uh, – uh, you know cinderella's castle in a freaking hazmat suit that ain't gonna mean shit when it comes to the 
quality assurance of you being safe or anybody else being safe because just people don't listen um there i I saw this people like that's the issue like (laughs) i saw this viral post because like washington has a very strict uh, mask rule um and idaho kind of doesn't and there's like this person who said i'm gonna go grocery shopping you know with freedom uh, in Idaho than mm-hmm. I do in Washington and just like that kind of logic is, is what's in, in Florida is 10 times worse than than what is sorry uh, Floridians who live there I'm sorry yeah. but it's just it, it's a known fact that the majority of the population ain't the you know sharpest tool in the shed so to speak so when it comes to uh, the protection and everything like that, they're just not going to listen. Um, people still wear their masks under their nose <laughs> over over it. I mean, dude, it's like, look, I, I feel like you're running into an issue that is so right. Even if you do wear a mask and those that do wear a mask, good for, I guess, being decent. Although I shouldn't have to congratulate you for being a good person. Nevertheless, those that do, and I even saw these in some vloggers who are doing downtown Disney videos this past week, like, you know you're not supposed to touch the outside of the mask with your hand. And know that sometimes the masks can, like, have a fall, get loose and you have to, like, readjust it, but you, you, you shouldn't touch it on the outside because whatever, if, let's say, the COVID's on there, well, it's just getting on your hand. So you... People should, like, not only, of course, wear the mask over the nose, but you have to be careful about how you readjust it. You can't be, like, you have to be really, really careful when it comes to those things. I mean, the good thing is, if, and I, I would hope from what I'm hearing, if the policy is enforced and everyone is wearing a mask, maybe we could see a situation where, like, masks can be effective if the crowds stay at a minimum, which... Who knows if that case, right? But the reason why it's so important is if everyone would wear a mask starting today, infections would go down by 80%. That's important. That's why it's yeah. important to wear a mask. Freaking a few days ago, New Zealand declared themselves COVID-free. I mean, it is possible. Yeah. Like this, this I mean, maybe, is... maybe that's like a good thing coming out of it. They are enforcing the mask rule and, you know, <laughs> everybody's hopefully wearing one. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's really weird. Like it's, um, like how I was telling Alexis yesterday, like this, this girl on Twitter was like, uh, she got accused of being jealous for criticizing people that were at the park and she goes yeah obviously i'm jealous like i want to be there too and it's like yeah (laughs) i wish i was in downtown disney i wish i was at disneyland we had a trip planned for to disneyland like i wish i was there that was canceled that i'm getting more and more bitter about because that's what's really insulting it's like disney vloggers exist so like we who can't visit the park like every day can live vicariously through them and yeah i wish i were you but even if I were you in this position right now, I wouldn't go because yeah. there's yeah. a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It's and it's so it it's so asinine that, you know, we're in the big old capitalistic, you know, 
train that we are in right now it gets so ridiculous that you know they're like you know because i I mean obviously on a business standpoint i get it disney is losing money and losing money fast um but it honestly they shouldn't even considered opening up disney world i mean there's a there was a post i saw on twitter recently and it was like uh two karens and they were having their margaritas <laughs> at sunday brunch and their server had the freaking face shield and everything like that and i'm like and the caption was if your server looks like this you should probably consider staying home <laughs> you know and th- it's fucking true because it- it's it you can't like predict where this thing is going to come. I mean, we're barely coming out of a wave. We're barely coming kind out of. of it. Kind of. And you're seeing it, you know, you know, increasingly uh, turn into another wave. I mean, it's just like a wave after wave after wave. And you're going to keep on seeing that until people stop being stupid. <laughs> I also want to make I sure mean, we don't forget that there are other mistakes I think that they made with the reopening based on what I saw through Twitter that I want to mention because they're kind of scary. And I feel just scary because no one's really mentioning this. So why aren't the face characters, the princesses, why aren't they wearing masks if they're going to be trotted out there? It'll ruin the Disney magic. I feel like that's also like a missed like marketing opportunity. I feel like if you if you can make design special masks for the princesses, you can make some money off of that, can't you? I mean, plus the most important thing is to protect your cast members. By the way, um, no, nope. <laughs> like nope. everyone's talking about Merida and the and the and the horse situation, but no one's mentioning how she wasn't wearing a mask when she probably should have. Like for her own protection, she should have been wearing a mask. Yeah. And Alexis even went so far as to say that maybe you shouldn't have any face characters out at all. Just like the furry ones. Right, like the, yeah. The, not, don't call them the furries. I wouldn't don't, mind those. The, I feel like they have enough to have them, like, I don't know. Maybe not they had, around, but like... Yeah, I saw, I saw this one vlog. It, I don't know why it pissed me off, but it was like this one vlogger, and he was like, um, there was this vehicle on Main Street, and it had um, Eeyore and Piglet and rabbit um and this guy was like i don't know that guy's name but he knew eeyore and tigger but he didn't know that rabbit was called rabbit oh no yeah i was like you're kidding oh, no. you're so canceled and i did cancel that person just <laughs> <laughs> disney fans and there and <laughs> there were a disney vlogger evidently yeah oh no how do you not know his fucking name is Rabbit? He is a fucking rabbit. Just call him God. Uh, God, freaking stupid. I'm, 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 I'm. That's that. That you see, triggered. Um, no, but I, I was, I was triggered. Yeah, that was like really. Um, also, they have these spots that have been introduced within the parks themselves that they're calling relaxation areas where they could take off their masks that uh, 
it's not like I, a no. I, I see. I see what they're trying to do. I see that too, but but people again, people are stupid. And I don't know about that. It just seems to me that kind of almost defeats the purpose. It's like, so you're going to go into an area that is dedicated to not wearing a mask. And and even if there are, even if there's anybody else in there, like you're in a, an enclosed area. Some of them may even be indoor air conditioned areas and you're not wearing masks. At, it's as easy as that, that if that person has it, you're going to have it. And then you go out and you spread it elsewhere. That's how this thing works. Like, I wouldn't I, – I, to me, that almost defeats the purpose out of any of this. I would not have bothered with those relaxation areas. It, it just sounds stupid. It's like it's like going into a smoking area and expecting not to smell smoke. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I just I, – I also just think that, like, again, going back to, like, Shanghai and stuff, they are taking a lot of the measures that they took there. Yes. But they uh-huh. really – they really can't do that because – we're stupid. Like, we don't listen. The politically correct way to say that is that they're not applicable because Americans have more of a right. free spirit <laughs> than our, um, you know, Chinese counterparts. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, uh, did you guys see the Bath and Body Works? Uh, yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. And, and she, okay. Alexis, did you see it? I, I don't know what you're talking about. What? What? Uh, okay, so there was a there was a girl. Okay, and she was a, a, a I I don't know what her name her uh, TikTok name is. I think Cowgirl Soza or something like that. And uh, she was like, you know, I was at the CVS the other day, and there was a there was a girl there yelling at the customer at the at the cash register person for not wearing a mask, and she was like, you know, America's free. And so there was this other girl who showed up, you know, spraying in her face, uh, Bath and Body Works warm vanilla sugar all over her face. And uh, and she showed the warm vanilla sugar, oh implying that God. she was the one who sprayed all the face. And she's like, "Bitch, I bet you're wishing you were wearing that mask now." <sighs> and then she and then she put on the um and then she put on Godsmack and sprayed the sprayed the spray, and it was awesome. I thought uh, you were talking about the one uh, the worker. The one oh. where the guy showed up, I think he was wearing a Make America Great Again shirt oh, no. or something. Oh no, not that. Oh. But no, that uh that worker deserves a raise. <laughs> also, like Trump is the worst businessman. Like he makes a lot of money off those like MAGA hats. Just make MAGA masks. I mean <laughs> No, but that okay, but that here's the thing. If he makes a MAGA mask, then that would mean that the coronavirus exists. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hell, I think he'd make even more money if if he made masks with his face on it. I mean, that's just how, you know, um, Trump supporters work. So here's the thing. And, you know, I think alluding to what you guys were talking about before here. So about not trusting the people. I feel like if there's anything we've learned in this pandemic is the one thing you can trust is to not trust people with primarily 
the safety of their own well-being and everyone else. Because the temperature checks, sure, they can detect if you have a high temperature, but they can't detect if you have a cough or if you have a headache. The, the fact is, COVID has a pretty scary array of symptoms. And from what we've seen is certain people had those symptoms besides the temperature and they still went into the park. Meaning the security firewall in and of itself failed at its one job to defend against that. And that's just one person. We don't know how many can get through. And it speaks to how in my view, ineffective all of those security measures can be. It just takes one person to fly by through. Yeah, that was that was scary. I mean, I I understand like, you know, they the people that you're talking about, they they said it was like an allergic reaction, whatever. But like why expose yourself you know, when people are telling you, hey, you need to go to the hospital and you're willingly, like, not going and are like, no, I'm going to stay here. I want to be at Disney and, like, not care about my well-being. Like, what makes you think that they're actually going to, you know, these people, what if it wasn't? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. These people were vloggers. First of all, have the common sense to not broadcast that yeah. You're sick. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't do you any favors. First and foremost, if that's what you care about is your bottom line, don't broadcast that fact. Also, I mean, again, <laughs> stupidity, you know, hey guys, I have COVID. So here at Disneyland. Yeah. And that yeah. that's that's like the thing where um I mean, besides like everything else, I I, I genuinely think that they are really trying to do things good mm -hmm. um like i said the only thing that i don't agree with is maybe those rides that shouldn't be open um the rides I think that there the are other ways that you can uh -huh. do kind of entertainment and stuff which you know that's what they're known for um i think that there's other things that they could do aside from just having the rides um but when those people went to the um, urgent care the urgent care, I think they should really and be like, no, like you're leaving. Because you know the situation I mean? you're talking about is that these people had to go to the urgent care, which by the way, if you're not aware of I me, mean, if you think you're a Disney Park fan, you aren't aware of that. They do have those at every park. I've been to some of those. I, mm -hmm. I, cause, and I'll, let me tell you, I've been on Disney vacations with people who are not sick. And when that happens, that's not fun. And then you realize that person is their priority. It happened to my brother. It also happened with Nettie. When I went with them. It happened with me. I It happened. I was so upset. It happened the last day that I went when I had my annual pass. Uh, it was going to be our last trip. And I got sick. And it was the. We also like made reservations to go eat. I was. I was. We had to leave at like three. Because oh, I was no. like. I, I'm done. Like I can't do this. Um, And it sucks. Like I get it. But like. You have to look at the moment that we're living in. Like. Come on. Like, because what happened was it. that they they were told, look, they did what they could help you. This person was, from what we saw, 
uh, described in the comments, or at least in, in, in those, whatever you want to call it. But this person was allegedly vomiting pretty violently. And she was told, they admitted in the video, they were advised by the urgent care at Disney to seek immediate hospitalization. And the people chose to remain in the park. Yeah, that that's that's the thing I think um, they should uh, be really. I don't know what the word is. That should scare really you in- though. If 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 somebody tells you you need to go to a hospital like right now, that should scare you to go to yeah. a hospital right now. Because I mean, the urgent care is well staffed and well resourced. From at least my mm-hmm. experiences, they can take care of you pretty well based on what on what your thing is. But if they're telling you, hey. Go, go to the hospital. You go. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. I just think that they 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 need to figure out a way to be more uh to just enforce these things more. Because like, you suggested that they should have been kicked out then and there. They shouldn't have been given yeah, the option to go back. Yeah, into the park. I, I I you know, and and they can do that. It's their property. Like they can't sue them. And also. They went. I am one hundred percent sure that they did not pay to go inside. So, <laughs> come on. Yeah, dude. because they like, had the previews, and if if you know a cast member, you get in for free. If you're part of the press, you probably had some kind of well, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, they had several days of previews where people didn't necessarily have to pay. Yeah. But now it is open to the public. I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that they can, like, compensate you if you get kicked out. Like, you're not getting kicked out for life. It's just, you know, like, just for the time being. Like, you come back later if you make it. Hopefully and we should have clarified. If- hold on, real quick. This person also, apparently, from what I read in the comments, described the night before uh, going to the park as having COVID symptoms, cough, and... um what what have you so and they still chose to go in so they were feeling sick before this happened just to be clear yeah um, um but if we could last not going into the parks if i <laughs> could last not going to the parks in almost a decade i'm pretty sure you could survive as well not going to the disney parks <laughs> Fuck all these, fuck all these, you know, and also like it pisses me off all these AP, you know, holders and everything like that. Like, they're like, oh, we're so starved of Disneyland. And I'm like, bitch. (laughs) Oh, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, We should talk about um, the downtown Disney situation because that in and of itself is like a whole different animal. It's the same situation, but different in that. In this case, the parking lots are being filled on property not to experience the parks, but to experience a bunch of shops. That, okay, when this whole thing started, I talked to my brother, or like, we just had like a conversation, and I was like, okay, what I think is going to happen, they're going to open up Florida first, for sure. I'm pretty sure they're going to open like downtown Disney and Disney Springs. And not the parks yet. And then, like, literally the next day, Disneyland was opening. Disneyland is not opening now. I don't know when that will happen. But they did open Disney World, which makes sense. Because there's a lot more room. And Disney Springs has a lot more room. um, And they can kind of figure it out. But when it comes to Disneyland and downtown Disney, 
Space that has space never been a luxury small. at Disneyland. Right. Right. Like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's nuts. We should point out. There's no way. <laughs> uh, look, uh, we should point out, of course, um, the political realities that will prevent the parks from being open or not. So it was far more likely for conservative Republican Ron DeSantis in Florida to be more lax with reopening situations. And that's what that's what happened, right? His state is spiking and he has said repeatedly, we're not going to go back into lockdown. In contrast, in California, where you have Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom, on the day of this recording, it was announced that we're going to go back into lockdown. And at least phase one, where all indoor activity is now just closed until some other occasion. So downtown Disney just opened this past week. Not only do I not do I think that um, there's no chance Disneyland opens back up this year. I, I I'm only just waiting until they they close downtown Disney again because you know that is the situation in California. But more to the point, in Orange County, I'm just reading here from from uh, the LA Times that Orange County has had hospitalizations increasing by a hundred percent in the last three weeks. Yeah. Anaheim, which is in Orange County, to be clear, for those not aware, that's where this is happening. And Disneyland reopening, you can't sustain that. So I'm going to go out there and saying, I've been saying that movie theaters are not going to happen again in 2020. I have a hard time seeing how they're even, if Disney's going to even be allowed to open in 2020. Anyone think otherwise? Yeah. No, yeah, I. It it shouldn't open. <laughs> I don't. There's no way. It's so small. Like it's it's gonna be super difficult. Itty bitty living space. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, it it is. Uh, yeah, I don't expect anything to like go back to some semblance of normal until fall of 2021. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, with the rate everything is going and that's gonna be oh i should have mentioned uh so the the demand was so popular for just downtown disney uh the parking lot was closed several times i think on saturday because of how many people wanted to get in and the main i guess store at uh downtown disney is the world of disney store and there was a virtual queue to get to the physical line and i think it was upwards of two hours to be allowed to enter into downtown Disney. Um, and that should speak for you itself. see, if there's a to waiting line. To be fair, uh, I would probably wait in that line if it wasn't a pandemic. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there is I mean, pandemic, I wouldn't so say no to hanging out but. at downtown Disney. I mean, I'd be there, yeah. but there's a plague. <laughs> Yeah. I just wish people followed the rules and like this all went away because uh, it's kind of sad. What you were going to say, Kyle? <laughs> the, there, there are countries that are dwindling down and there's only like 20 cases. Look at we're, Japan. Like, approaching, like thousands. Do you see the tweet Japan. about Japan? Like they never even went into a lockdown. People just listened and they wore a mask. <laughs> we suck so hard. <laughs> 
What's wrong with this country? What's in the water? <laughs> People's coronavirus germs in Splash Mountain water specifically. Can I read Fucking these quotes? Because these, these are hilarious. Um, a reporter from the LA Times went to go interview some people who are at Downtown Disney. And I just wanted to give you an insight into how these people were, what, were the, what, they, what, what they were thinking. Because, oh my God. Um, so here it is. We just wanted to get out and start living again, said Kimberly Poff, an annual pass holder who proudly held up her newest purchase, a navy blue 65th anniversary long sleeve shirt that sparkled in the sunlight. She was equipped with hand sanitizer and disinfectants. For those of us who love Disney, it's sad to see the parks closed, said uh, Missy Pebley, who was there to celebrate her 48th birthday. You go to a... Okay. We've been waiting since the day it closed. The wait to enter the world of Disney Store ranged from 15 minutes to an hour, I think it said there. Um, let's see here. Uh... I think as long as everyone stays away and respects each other's social distancing, it should be good and continue to be good. Uh, Disneyland workers said, that's not going to happen and you shouldn't bank on it to happen. That's my commentary. Um, Nicholas said that he felt safer in downtown Disney than other public spaces. Here, they're scrubbing things down, he said. I'm not too sure the worker in JCPenney is really watching what's going on. I don't know why I need to throw shade somewhere else. Um, just a couple of hours later, Orange County health officials announced the county had experienced its second highest daily coronavirus case total and its fifth straight day topping a thousand cases. Then there were supportive tweets from the Anaheim mayor. It was very emotional. Disney spokesperson Liz Jagger said in the reopening guests were thanking us as they came in. We've been waiting for this day for a long time. Uh, for those who showed up, the coronavirus was just a passing thing, a joke even. I know it's stupid for us to be out during a pandemic, you know. We're here today to catch it. Cracked John Sorelli, uh, 38, who was browsing with his husband, Jared, for a place to eat. Nearby, Jordan Parker waited in line with his family at the Lego store with his two daughters who were in need of some entertainment. He was a little concerned about the coronavirus, but felt that it had died down. Honestly, you know, okay. When my brother is rewatching um, Parks and Recreation, <laughs> and you know where this is going, yeah. <laughs> and he said, "Why are why are the people of Pawnee so real?" Just to, just for those who are not aware that our hometown um, remind reminded me and Kyle a lot of Pawnee, Indiana, in Parks and Recreation. But this is, this is just America in general now. Yeah. I mean, uh, and this is LA. This is like California, where it's like very like yeah. We can't even blame it on Florida this time. No, <laughs> and that's what's sad. Like, if people stayed the fuck away from downtown Disney and all that stuff, and they're like, no, we're not touching downtown Disney with a 10-foot ball, I'd be, like, proud. I'd be very proud. But people are like, I, I, you know, I get it. I get it. You guys hate your families, you know, and you want to, you know, shove them out some, somewhere. But, like, shit. 
you know, instead of thinking about like, fuck, I just need a break from, you know, my, my kids for a couple of minutes, you know, just think about like, oh, other people's who actually do care about their families <clears throat> are, are very self-conscious about this whole thing. Maybe we should listen. It, I mean, it's just, sh- I, it, Another aspect to this uh, that Moreno and I discussed off air is um, while it is kind of a dream of, you know, those of us who frequent the parks, um, again, we're all on a different basis. Like Alexis used to visit the parks every few months. I would go once a year. Kyle, once a decade. Nobody's (laughs) nobody's counting, of course. Um, Oh, of course, nobody's counting. Um, you know, the, that's what freaking pisses me off so much, guys. I mean, Moreno, I'm pretty sure you could understand this. Imagine going uh, almost an entire decade of no, like, Disney visitation. That would drive you up the fucking wall. And to, like, oh, like, oh, finally gonna get to go i'm finally gonna go let's do this i was actually planning it i actually had like my whole playlist all set up i was listening to disney music like on a day-to-day basis we had planned that trip to like a lot of details were really like literally confirmed yes Mm -hmm. and we you know we were changing it up from one day to two days to three days and we're like uh, it's like it's too good to be true plus i would i would have been with you guys and you know i feel like you guys understand like the ins and outs of disney no we like, get it yeah yeah as as much as i do yeah. you know and it's just like it, it, we run a fucking podcast and all that shit and i was actually absolutely thrilled but then all this bullshit happens like you know oh disneyland is closed you know you know march i think it was se- the 17th that was announced that it was closed like a month that before gonna- we were gonna go yeah, like, a, like, and I was, I was like, okay, all right, maybe this will be like the Ebola crisis, you know, maybe it'll be two months. I think like two we'll people s- died from Ebola. Yeah, two months at max, and but then this thing will all blow. No, no, there, there is no end in sight. This, this thing is not going to end until at least 2021, 2022, maybe. Um, and I, my heart was shattered. You guys have no idea. And, and to top that off, like, it's just like a bunch of things. I know you guys were disappointed, but like, I was like, I was devastated because I've been looking forward to my return to the House of Mouse for so long. And for these fuckheads to fucking ruin it, I, 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 it baffles me. It completely baffles me that this shit is not gonna stop. And it looks like it, it honestly, with Downtown Disney, I'm, I'm picturing like two weeks max. Until they have to close it down again, I'm 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 for sure on that shit. D- Disneyland forget opening it. I'm I'm pretty sure there's gonna have to be some sort of like United Nations uh, close down of uh, of uh, Disney World because it's gonna be like ground zero for infestations. Uh, and I don't think that this thing is gonna end. The way that people hope, want, no matter how much you try, no matter how much you think, you know, 
maybe this pandemic is dying down after all. It is not. It is not going to die down because there are people who won't wear their masks or wear their masks properly and wear it freaking or over your nose. Or attack others like, for wearing masks. It's like it's like wearing your chonies and freaking having your, you know, badonkadonk hang, hang out. You know, it, it's completely inefficient. It, like And the whole social distancing thing. And you saw like the things over 4th of July weekend that people <laughs> being in lakes and just having a freaking But I saw the same thing like during that. Father's Day weekend, Mother's Day weekend, Cinco de Mayo, Memorial Day, all of the holidays that have happened during like – this pandemic era, I've seen the same thing again and again and again, people ignoring it and people making it worse. But I do think, and I think you guys would agree, that in the last week, there has been a notable shift. Because for the last two months, everybody was deluding themselves into thinking, well, America, we're, we won. We did it. We beat the terrorists. Let's open again. <laughs> and sup- in, in this last like seven days, it's been- Mission accomplished. <laughs> literally, mission accomplished. But in these last seven days, what has happened? Like every day- it gets so much worse than the day before that now, like, all the pockets of America, led by mostly the conservative faction of the country, even they are like, all right, we need – not only do we need to go back into lockdown, but we now have to mandate people to wear a mask. Think about that shit. It took 19 weeks for some states to think about introducing a mandate to wear masks in public. Mm-hmm. So, like, America, reopening America 2020 it was took, canceled already. No, 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 no. It took 19 weeks for the president of the United States to wear a mask publicly. And he wore it wrong, too. He had his nose above it in one of the photos. You know, good. I hope he gets coronavirus. There's so many that have around him. And I don't you know, know what? He Never mind. He probably has it. Oh, God. I mean, I just, I, I mourn that trip. We had so much of it planned. We had the cars arranged. I even had like a whole like ice chest. I was going to put drinks for us on the ride up there. Kyle had a Disney playlist. You would have like, it was going to be like a dream come true. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, kids, I brought Capri Sun. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If, if, yeah. What do you want? Fruit punch? Crazy? <laughs> crazy cranberry? What do you want? <laughs> we had it all planned out. Dude, we had like, a, yeah. A freaking Capri Sun sounds bomb right now, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, just, we were thinking about like the places we're going to eat too. Right. I mean, we had it, a hotel uh, pretty much almost lined up or we had one that we figured we were going to use. We had our priorities. We had we're gonna get max pass. We're gonna do our best to get on the boarding passes for Rise of the Resistance, which is like the main attraction. Galaxy's Edge is the thing that we like. At least Kyle and I haven't experienced, so that was like a lot of things to look forward to. Rise of the Resistance. I mean, all three of us haven't been on that ride. That would have been a unique experience for all of us because we haven't experienced something. I can't tell you how many explored times explored it together. I ha- how many times I've like looked at that video of, of of resistance, and like I'm amazed at the video. I can only imagine how amazed I would be actually riding the attraction. Like mm-hmm. people's reactions getting off that ride are like life changing. It's like the most immersive. If they saw experience. the second coming of Christ. Yes. <laughs> So oh, sad. God. So sad. 
Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, that's why so, I wanted to start with that because that's a really big downer. That's the, the only way yeah, this ends. Start with, start with it like for like forty-seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like how I said before, I think that they are. I understand. Like, I, I really do. I understand why they want to open. You know, especially like. Not, like, defending Florida whatsoever, but I understand being at Disney World, how necessary it was to open Disney World, because that's the whole town. Like, that's, it's like if Brawley was Disney World. Yeah, you know it what drives I mean? the like, economy, and a lot of businesses are affected, obviously, by it. Look, no one, yeah. no, no one should take what we're saying as, like, oh, you're against businesses, or you want Disney to fail. No, that's not the case. And no. look... There, I am terrified that right. we're never going to see Disneyland open. Like, I'm so scared that that's going to happen. Right. And, you know, seeing as everything that's been, everything that's happened this year, like, I am scared because, look, so much has Businesses and happened. corporations, their bottom line is their own existence and making money. So that's what they're most concerned about. It is the responsibility of the government to step in yeah. and help us. And clearly they've been failing on almost every account, every step of the way that we know. So it's not as if like it's Disney's responsibility per se. I mean, to look out in the best interest of their guests. I mean, the problem, and I think I said this back with a few weeks ago with, with Kyle is look, one of the things that you do associate the name Disney with the brand of Disney, especially Disney, Disney parks is safety. You always feel safe while you're there on rides and i think the biggest detriment of them opening in a pandemic is you can't really say that anymore you can maybe feel it looks like it's safe but with that virus out there i think that dings disney's like reputation with you know putting safety first that's just mm -hmm. i know that their responsibility is for themselves and to stay in operation but when you start to potentially put people's lives at risk and really the sad thing about it is that it, it it most likely won't come down to what they did, but what the guests are not going to yeah. do. That's mm -hmm. what makes it so much worse. Yeah. Like the disaster is things get so unbelievably bad in Florida that they might just close again. And that's an even worse look. The headlines right now aren't, aren't kind. Opening the same day, 15,000 people get infected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Also, one more thing before we change. Um, Alexis, you pointed this out as well. It's every Disney Parks fans, I guess, wet dream to like go to a time where it ain't it's not super crowded or packed and you can actually enjoy yourself. But you yourself said that looking at Disney being a ghost town wasn't at all appealing to you. No, it it was it was um I, I, you know, we complain. We complain about, you know, all the people being there. We complain about waiting in lines. We complain about, uh, we complain about everything. But seeing the videos and, you know, there's no, there's nobody there. It looked so empty. It just looks really sad. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't. And that's the point. Like, no matter how hard you try, it just can't feel the same. And that's not even yeah, like because yeah. what what makes what makes a 
what makes it good is watching people be there. It's watching their reactions to things. It's watching, you know, them be happy and enjoy themselves. Uh, and, you know, with- enjoy themselves mm-hmm. doing the things that you also enjoy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and watching those videos, like, you, you don't see that. You just see the person in the video and that's it. And, like, some of them are, like, it's their, whether it be, like, their first time being at Disneyland or, you know, at a Disney mm-hmm. park or it's their bajillionth time. You know, it the magic is still there no matter the visits. And, like... You could see it on their faces when they see some of their favorite, you know, attractions or experiencing attraction for the first time. I mean, there's like so many different things that go into the to the factors of pure Disney enjoyment, but just it, you can't enjoy it in a time like this. You know, and much as like, you know, we do complain like, you know, the lines, you know, and everything like that. Oh, what the fuck? Ten decades to wait in line for uh, Peter Pan's flight? What is this bullshit? (laughs) Peter Pan's flight was like 10 minutes. That was like, oh, shoot. That's That's like once in a lifetime. (laughs) That's like uh, Sozin's Comet coming. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But... Much like Avatar, and much like him and Ozai and the Battle of the of the of the Century, um, there are there are things that are put in place that need to be put in place, and I don't think going to Disney or anything like that is one of them. I think they, I think people should stay home and everything like that. I think like Doctor Doctor Fossey is Fauci. that his name, Doctor. Fauci. Okay, he said theoretically, if everybody listened and paid attention to the rules, this thing would be over. This whole pandemic in the nation would be over in four weeks. He's the only one in government right now that anybody like trusts or listens to. Um, his position is a precarious one because he's he does his best to not like insult Trump so he doesn't get fired because I think he legitimately is trying to keep people safe. That's his job. And uh, Joe Biden, for whatever that's worth, has said that he'll keep him on if he gets elected. Um, But it's just hard when your boss is kind of a clown that doesn't care if people live or die. And that's kind of what's going on in this situation. Um, Yeah, all the things that you guys are saying, I agree with. It it just it's eerie. It's not at all the same, no matter how hard you try to create, recreate what it was. It just can't be that way. And again, to the point, I guess if you're an annual pass holder, you have to go or you would be convinced to go because of getting your money's worth. And as Alexis and I talked about, you can't get your money back in that situation. But if you're like a first time person or if you're just going to go back and buy and purchase tickets, they're not giving out discounts for those park tickets, but they're taking away a lot of what you would have gotten for with that price, the fireworks, the parades, again, for social distancing purposes, but they're not charging you any less just because they removed a lot of the entertainment. So it just feels like a sunk cost. Yeah, and at that point, why go? Um, I don't know. I feel feel like we're screaming out into the void (laughs) because nobody's going to (sighs) listen. It's just, it's crazy, but I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think that they're doing as much as they can, and I understand why they want to do this. But I don't know. It's just it's not the time. <laughs> there is a time and place for everything, and right now is not the time to Disney. Unlike us, we run a Disney podcast, so we could sh- spread that magic bullshit around, and it- it'll be completely fine, you know. And but again, it- it's nothing like being at the physical thing, and right now it's not okay to be at the physical thing. Um. Anyway, final thoughts. That was it. <laughs> so, um, Alexis took the lead on that one. Prepare to take it again because uh, there's a bunch of rumors and all that shit and I'm just going to comment and all that stuff. And, you know, honestly, I should have had you host this episode. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it, it, look, it. there's a lot of things all of us are doing right now and we don't, we don't all, especially you, have the luxury to go into the deep crevices of the internet and look for rumors as I did. I think it speaks to how much time I had versus how much time you had. So it's like, it's not a fault, I would say. That being said, I found some pretty interesting stuff. That Which might, yeah. this is the good, the good part of the episode. Right. We can look into the future. Right. Hopefully all of these things happen. Yes. Future. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Future. <laughs> A throwback right there. <laughs> uh, continue on with the future. So the stuff that I found, uh, and to be clear, um, came from sources of sources. So basically it was a mixture of um, stuff like Mike's Chat and stuff like Fresh Baked that kind of like follow each other and then also have sources within Disney itself. Um, not that all of this came from just those two, but it came from the main sources who are mostly all saying the same thing, um, as far as to what's coming. And that's quite a bit. And it's about the future of what the Disneyland resort in particular is going to look like. What? Okay. Question. Cause you're more in the, in, in, you know, in knowledge of the know-how, What's the deadline of You mean the timetable? No, the deadline. Like the like the, the news media conglomerate deadline or Hollywood reporter. What's that equivalent in like Disney News? Mice Chat. Mice Chat has a great uh oh, there's several. I mean there's Mice Chat, there's the Diz. I mean, it's basically mostly forums, but some of them like Mice Chat do have um that's a good insight sources, yes. reliable. It's very sources. reliable, very reliable. I mean, we're talking about a lot of the things. I mean, there are always going to be rumors that are just difficult to believe, ridiculous, and never happen. But a lot of them are based in truths that evolve into other rumors that do get confirmed. Um, okay, because because yeah. uh, here okay because I want to know because I want to um, point out to everybody listening in and everything like that is that I don't believe in chasing zebras right here on right. Uh, the Red Spotlight Enterti- Entertainment uh, uh, podcasts, whether it be any of the four channels that we have here. Um, I 
so that's why I ask you, you know, what's the deep sources and what's the, what's the, um, what's the legitimacy of all that stuff? Yeah. And if it's so, like a strong, like yeah. if it's a, re- yeah. And I don't, I rarely, and I hate reporting rumors. Right. Right. Obviously. A, and I agree on, with you on that. I mean, to be clear with you, I agree a hundred percent. I know, but I'm just pointing that out yeah. for like legitimacy sake that we don't take rumors lightly we don't like say "Ooh, i had a rumor from such and such and such from somebody's aunt's cousin right, sister's right. twice removed you know that <laughs> right. uh they're building a new parking structure like i don't like i don't like uh, uh reporting that kind of stuff but i do like uh legitimacy behind um whatever is being talked about of course so and let me assure I you just, this let me i'm gonna say this right now all cards on the table let me assure you of this right now all of the stuff that I'm going to say comes from reputable people who have not only been consistent with their reports, but have in many cases been proven entirely right by Disney themselves. Um, Not every rumor, obviously, but to compare it, these aren't like nobodies that just made shit up to be clear about that. And that's what I hate. And I and I do scour for that. I do make sure that, that it's not what it is. And all of the information that I know of, that I heard, came from what people who have inside information would call reputable sources. So mm-hmm. these are coming from official sources of outlets, not from like some guy with a laptop typing out like whatever. Random spiel. <laughs> Like uh, a bug's land returning for a limited time. <laughs> yeah, it'll just drop out of the sky and be there for like a week. <laughs> I mean, I don't get why they didn't push it to Pixar Pier, but okay. There's no room. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, uh, of course, still, even with the reputable sources, you have to introduce this conversation with an asterisk of may not very well be true because things change all the time at Disney. I mean, we're talking about the company that broke ground on a new luxury hotel and then just stopped constructing it because some deal blew up with the city of Anaheim. So things Mm -hmm. by the nature of Disneyland change kind of every day. And then also there's a pandemic and the company is losing $30 million a day. And then also... Bob Chapek's in charge of the company. Yes, Josh DeMorrow is in charge of the parks, and thank God for that, uh, versus Bob Chapek. But still, we need to be very cautious that a lot of the stuff may be delayed further because of the substantial financial loss of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. We go with that? Yeah. And I'll, like... Yeah, and I and I heard you know once again I heard the quarter uh quarter meeting, it it, it sounded like you know uh, like there there's a bit in Monty Python's uh uh Holy Grail, and uh, Eric Idle is just screaming out, "Bring out your dead!" Ding 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 ding! Bring out your dead! Mm-hmm. Ding ding ding! And that's like pretty much like all the news I was just bringing out of Disney, just like bad news after bad news after bad news. Uh, and that's what it screams out. So Disney ain't doing too good right now. So continue on with your rumors. Let's begin with the, with some, uh, some park news shit. So, um, 
The areas uh, that we'll be discussing most is uh, Avengers Campus, I think, um, Fantasyland and Tomorrowland, and then, and I'll start off with this bit of news because I hadn't, I wasn't aware of this, but the Hollywood Pictures backlot area in DCA, and this is not information that I told either you, Alexis, or Kyle that I found out. So one of the executives at the Disney Resort was gave an interview this year. And he specifically said that they are looking at plans to revitalize the Hollywood theme at the Hollywood land, Hollywood pictures backlot area at Disney California Adventure. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it because <laughs> that area sorely needs a, rev a revitalization. It needs something to keep that heart beating. And so it's comforting and, and kind of also surprising because I thought it was going to be de demoed for something else. But they're, uh, they're looking seriously at um, completely shaking up the energy in that land, but keeping the Hollywood theme. That's important to know. And I think they would because they have the... <laughs> Alexis is <laughs> doing a dance. <laughs> Um, because um, the red car trolley attraction at at, uh, at DCA goes through that, so I think it I think it would work out really nicely because Avengers Campus can be basically an extension of the Hollywood theme because you're going to a land where you're meeting your superstars, your superheroes, basically. So I think that the theming would work so much well interlinked with each other. There's no, of course, specificities as to what properties would be brought in to revitalize the land, but that kind of surprised me that they're looking at it very seriously to keep the theming of it. Because I would have thought that they would have bulldozed it for something else, like an extension of Marvel or or what have you. So, And there's nothing right now besides Monsters, Inc., I think, in that area. You know, honestly, like if you were like considering doing like a Marvel situation, you could easily like made it into like a street in Brooklyn or something like that in New York. And you could easily like did like a forced perspective uh, Avengers Tower. So what is Avengers distance. Campus like based inspired by just like a college university campus or or I think it's supposed to be the. The one in the movie, isn't it? That's what I thought. Well, part of it is. Some of the buildings, the Avengers building is inspired, I think, by the design of the movie. But the overall theme, even the name Avengers Campus, isn't it inspired by, like, a university campus? Or, like, a, I guess, like, a, a Hollywood tour area? I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. maybe, like yeah. a, maybe, like, a university, Marvel University, maybe, MU. Oh my god, Emmy. Please. We take that one away, though. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just keep monsters. I don't care about anything else. Well, okay. This is now. This breaks into the speculation part of it. What do you think? What would you want to see in a Hollywood land area at DCA? A revitalized like what? What do you think they could do in that land? I definitely think that they could take away uh, the theater next to um, uh, to Monsters, uh, turn that into Mickey's Railway. Just do it. Wait, they're... Only because I don't want them to touch Toontown. I mean, I want them to touch Toontown, but like... Whoa. I would... 
I, I would know. normally agree with you, but they're 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 doing that at Disneyland. Oh shit, you're right. I forgot. Yeah, it, it's easy to forget because like it kind of came out of nowhere and it's a surprise, but to be clear, construction right now is underway at Mickey's Runaway Railway in Toontown at Disneyland. And and but by the way, that rumor of Runaway Railway began with it taking that spot that you suggested, but then it evolved into being at Toontown instead to give you an example of how things can change. But you're right, that would be the attraction I would easily put in DCA. I think that it it would have been really cool there. I mean, I get why it's going to be in Toontown, because it makes sense. Uh, It would have been really cool to see it there because of just like the design. Like, it's like old Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that that would have been really cool. Um, But then I don't know what else they would do. I mean, unless they bring back Muppets, that would be kind of cool to do something with Muppets. I, I was just going to make a Muppet joke. I was just going to be like, <laughs> you know, maybe, you know, I think the Muppets, they definitely need some representation in the parks. You know, maybe put a show, you know, maybe have it 3D, you know, maybe <laughs> something like that. Um, and again, maybe add a yeah. maybe add a Pizza Rizzo's there, too. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I hear the pizza is absolutely shit it at is. Pizza Rizzo's. It is from what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think, I don't know. Cause like, <laughs> yeah. cause the thing is, is that there's the animation building, which is freaking badass. Well, that, that, that's like to me, oh, the one area, that that's the one area I would not want them to touch at all. They have the great off the page store, which is my favorite merchandise store in the whole resort. And then of course they have the beautiful room of all these wonderful, they have walls of screens of uh playing these animated disney movies and it's it's a whole like mood in there i don't want that to go away <laughs> i hear it's a good place to take a nap too the best <laughs> you speak from personal experience <laughs> <laughs> just imagine just um, like i and also i heard like uh because i've been really digging deep into uh disney loops like disney like loops from the parks and all that stuff and all that stuff yeah and uh i heard the animation uh building loop oh my god to quote miss moreno over here i cry (laughs) it's so good like it's such a good medley of all these different the prod you know uh, past productions of disney and it's just beautiful uh (laughs) they're uh, so I would not want that to go away because that's a little bit of Disney magic right there. Yeah, I I have a couple of ideas. Maybe that would work. Um, the first one's kind of a kind of an out there one because they've gotten. Oh my god! I should have known. <laughs> um, they've got they got rid of this at Disney World because they lost. I think the licensing and because the Great Movie Ride in Orlando had featured they featured movies that weren't Disney. So I was thinking, how would a reimagined great movie ride look like with just Disney properties at uh, at here in California? Well, Kyle, you've well, been on it, right? You know what that well, would look like? Yeah, but that's the entirety of Disneyland, though. Mm. <laughs> so it would be redundant, then, basically. So it'd kind of be redundant because you have all these like different rides with Disney movies anyway. Right, right. 
you know, if you want to see if you want to see Snow White in a ride, you would go to you know the Snow White's Adventure. If you want to go to Pinocchio, you do Pino- Pinocchio, Peter Pan, whatever you. Um, so it would kind of be redundant if they did I get that. You. And I agree with that point. The other thing is, you could bring the yeah. idea isn't bad though. That w- that would be really interesting, especially because they have Fox now. So maybe they could do something with those. I mean, there's potential for sure. I just would you know, it it be with like. Be- being creative about it and doing something new with it that would be the trick and having to bring it back yeah, mm-hmm. then yeah. I-, I don't have the creative mind no that's not it. where i come in at all <laughs> I-, I i can give you suggestions you have a titanic <laughs> titanic scene um avatar alien, alien predator yeah, yeah. um and iconic too i mean they already okay they already had the um alien part in the great movie ride um. So yeah. you could have used reuse that skin. It, 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 it would be interesting. Um, they could also do the Mary Poppins dark ride they're doing at Epcot and put it there. No. Hello. She's shaking her head like yes. Oh, I thought she was shaking like it. her head disapprovingly. Oh, she shake. She I shook. Is it. what happened? Okay. <laughs> you shooketh Moreno. <laughs> I love it. Ooh, and also, you know, you could incorporate too, like you with that area. Show like you, <laughs> you could have like freaking I uh, like step in time and freaking trick up a little life. Oh. Fantastic. Uh, meet and greet with Bert and Mary. Meet and greet with Lin Manuel. <laughs> Lin Manuel, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god! You could have like at the um, at the ribbon cutting ceremony, uh, Emily Blunt, Dick Van Dyke, and you could have all these people come in and just like it'll be a memorial. Because honestly, I think of all the properties to be represented heavily at Disneyland, I think I think Mary Poppins is way past due. Mary Poppins <laughs> is a giant in the world of Disney, and she should have more of a representation at Disney. And I'm happy that they announced and they were building the Mary Poppins at Epcot. And I would hope that would mean that we can get something. Because I'm thinking, like, what do you even begin to put it in a Hollywood area? And if they're going to keep the theming of it, well, I mean, Mary Poppins was like, in the whole history of Disney, their biggest awards winner at the Oscars. At least I'm forgetting something. You could easily, in that area where the Mad Tea Party was Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, you could easily convert that area to look... Like Cherry Tree Lane. Maybe, yeah. Do we know if could, the uh, one at Epcot is, is based off the original movie or Mary Poppins Returns? I don't know. Would you care? I think it's just... No. Okay, I wouldn't care either. Yeah. Because it's both, you know, the design of both of the, um, it's the like same. Cherry Tree Lanes yeah. from Re- Returns and all that stuff is the same. Yeah. It's just the color grading is different. Um... The, but honestly, it's the same. You'll recognize, like, for example, the Walt Disney logo in the front of Mary Poppins Returns. You know, that was pretty much the one where Mr. Banks walked on, you know, to go uh, to the bank at the end of the movie. So, I mean, it, the sky's the limit with Mary Poppins. You shot, ooh. And then at the, you know, in one corner, you could have, like, the chalk drawings. Like, that would be so good. It'd be so good, honestly. Like, I don't know why Disney hasn't, like, done this all So I think we're sold on the idea of Mary Poppins in this area. Um, <laughs> pretty much. Now, I, I'm thinking this either as well. Not at, not that I want the Fantasyland Theater to go away, 
But what if you like move the magical map show to this area then, the Hollywood area? If you, I, I, I guess I don't know if you'd have the space for it. Maybe if it's like where, I don't know. Not that, not that I'm advocating for that to go away or for the theater in Fantasyland to come down. But if it were to happen, and if the show is popular enough, which it is, having a show like that in Hollywoodland would be nice as a, like a smaller than what the main marquee would be at the Hyperion. Uh, okay. Here's an idea, but I feel bad for removing this one. Uh, Disney Junior. Maybe have Magical Map there. It's already a theater. But they have like a lot of theaters in there, right? Like Alexis mentioned the one yeah. next to Monsters, Inc. There's also like, I think we're... There's there's set, there's a, no, and then there's the one the one that Muppets was at is not the same one that's next to Monsters Inc. There's like there's another theater in between the Muppets and mm-hmm. then also Monsters Inc. So they have a lot of theaters they can use for something like that. Maybe even combine them into one. Oh, this is what I one I know that they won't do this at all, but what I would love is to have that space specifically the Muppets one that the Muppets theater that that's used for like movie previews. Show the one man's dream Walt Disney short movie there. Make it like a, like yeah. a Walt Disney. I think that's perfect for that. No, I think they should do it where the Disney Junior stuff is at. Well, no one goes there because right? it's right. It because it's right next to the Carthay. Oh, Circle. that's right. Yeah, Carthay Circle. Yeah, and that is very Walt right, based. Right. Yeah. Just like tie it in with Walt and yeah. then. And you can walk in through the restaurant. Man, <laughs> what a missed opportunity. And then next to that, you have the animation stuff. So it it really yes! works. It really begins to work if you add them up. So And then like Mary Poppins also with the, like, the whole thing. That was like his baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like, uh, you see, Bob, Theming Mr. Can JPEG, work. it can work. Hire us. Tomorrow. I know we just shit on the company right now, but come on. But, but, <laughs> come this on. is why I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged now is... is <laughs> I'm encouraged now more than ever, not be- because specifically Iger and Chapek are not messing with the parks. Dumaro is in charge of the parks now. I have much more confidence it, in what's him. What's his last name? Dumaro. Josh, tomorrow? Josh Dumaro. It rhymes Josh with tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. It's, there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> Let me guess again. Shining yeah, okay. at the end of every day. Um, it fits. It fits if you're gonna if you're gonna be uh, in charge of a Disney property tomorrow. Sorry. I had one last thing, uh, and I don't know if they're legally able to do this. I also don't know if it would fit with the brand that is. I mean, it's on Disney Plus now. But what if? And again, I'm not shitting on what's already there. Be let me put, be clear about that. And I hear great things about Frozen live at the Hyperion. And we had talked about this, I think, last week about Hamilton doing a Muppets Hamilton thing at Liberty Square at Magic Kingdom or or something Hamilton related. What if they just do like an adaptation of the show live at the Hyperion? Would that be something they would go for? Would that be with no? No, that's too big. Uh, it's too adult. No, I, no, no, no. It's too. Because I think the the quality of production that they have for the show mm-hmm. now is way too big, and like doing something not like saying anything bad about Muppets, but it's gonna Muppets be a downgrade. 
Or doing any, like, you mean doing it with Muppets or just doing it in general? Just do a condensed version of Hamilton in general. Oh, I see. No, I don't think they would do anything yeah. like that at all. Uh, because uh, it's, like, it's a Broadway It's a Broadway show. level like, show. It wouldn't at all be show. to the quality of it. I understand that. I just thought of it because it is very popular. And I would think that that would draw attention, even if it, unless it were just awful, which that could like, be the see, case. Can, yeah, because you you kind of do lose a lot of the nuance with you know with not watching the show and just seeing like a yeah. a Reader's Digest version yeah, of it. Yeah, um, it's like watching a super edited version, you know, on on TV of like of The Shining or anything like that. You kind of lose some of its like oomph, you know, if it's. If it's condensed like that. Um, All right, gotcha. Also, you. like, yeah. the actors and everything like that. I mean, it's just, it, it's not gonna, it, it's not gonna match I don't even tone. think it works legally speaking, so that, that's really, like, not gonna happen at all. So, and, and look, Frozen works there, so there's no reason to get rid of it. One last thing, and this is just, like, again, like, um, in my dreams of dreams here, that won't happen, but I think would totally work. Um... Just build the fucking House of Mouse restaurant and make it like the ultimate like Disney character dining experience from the show House mm-hmm. of Mouse, which yeah. was on Disney Channel. Who's that knocking yeah. at the House of Mouse? Um, I, yeah, I could completely see that. I'm I'm pretty I'm, I'm surprised that this doesn't exist already. No. <laughs> yeah, I really. It's hard to believe. I, because, like, uh, for example, like, some restaurants, like, it's completely out of left field to have, like, Alice in Wonderland show up, you know, with the mad tea, you know, with the mad hatter and all that stuff, and then have Stitch in the other corner just magically, you know, show up. But here, you could, it's a perfect match made in heaven, because you could have, like, a complete mishmash of different characters yeah. coming in and out of the whole it's thing. It's basically, like, just like, as, like guests. Goofy's Kitchen, but, like, better and bigger yeah and then like you could have a screen and they could be like playing uh uh mickey mouse or have live entertainment or just have them yes yes. yeah and live performances have the whole thing like emceed by freaking mickey mouse if it's big enough you can even do mickey and the magical map but dinner and a show now or something like that because yeah like uh like at like select nights mm-hmm. you could do like magical map over there <gasps> what if they do like something like um mike's like laugh mike's mike and sully scare for la- not scare for the, La-, the yeah, laugh, for. Do yeah. laugh factory do, do something like that but just like have it be house of mouse type that of thing. could work there too yeah i mean there's a lot of things that could work yeah. in there i think it'd be i would honestly think it would be one of the most popular locations in all the resort if you do something like that it, it is a disney parks fans dream come true it really is and i think that would really bring the whole thing together with all the stuff that and you know what the more that i'm talking about it the more happy i am with it with them dedicating and keeping that hollywood theme than just you know turning it into a supersized marvel um, because from what I've been hearing, and this will transition to Avengers Campus, from what I've been hearing, it may not be as like underwhelming as we had once thought overall, because they're going to be, and I, and I, and look, I looked into this even more so, Kyle, and just to confirm, that animatronic is supposed to be part of the stunt show, the outdoor stunt show of of Spider Man. 
it it may also be part of the attraction itself, but from everything that I've read, it is also supposed to be part of an outdoor experience. Oh, so they're putting some mileage on this technology. Right. And they're also doing something with Doctor Strange. So like there's a lot of stuff that could work with the small space that it'll be, but more to the point, um, someone leaked not leaked, but they dropped um the uh how much space is behind the Guardian's Tower. So of course they're removing some cast member buildings, but they were pretty small, small enough that they're actually building a cast member building behind Luigi's Rollick and Rodsters right now to compensate for the lost space. So they've been able to find how to like move around cast member buildings into smaller areas um, while also expanding out. Because what I do know is based on the concept art and what's been confirmed, the large Avengers e-ticket attraction is going to be enclosed in this massive show building. But it may also not be all that we're getting for Avengers Campus Phase 2. There may just be enough room there for additional stuff um, behind the Guardian's Tower. So, What's been rumored about that or you don't know? There's been no specificities. The one thing that is confirmed for Avengers Campus Phase 2 is the Avengers e-ticket attraction. Okay. That's so So you're going to have the Avengers e-ticket, you're going to have Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Doctor Strange, uh, well, Mission Breakout counts. Uh, It's already there, but that would count part of the land. Well, I'm counting the new... I'm I'm, I'm mentioning the new stuff. Right. You you are correct. And, um, yeah, they're calling it Web Slingers, I think, the Spider-Man attraction. And also to just... uh, it, it's supposed to be um, the most advanced version because it is similar to um, – it's more similar to Buzz Lightyear than Midway Mania, but you don't have to wear anything. So it's supposed to be – or use like a like a, a little like toy thing as they do in, in Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. So this would be a very advanced version of what we're already seeing with that. So. What are you going to be blasting at, Mac- Michael Keaton? Well, you're supposed to have web slingers. You're going to have like virtual web slingers on. You're going to be like aiming and shooting at, uh, I guess, spider bots that are taking over the the Avengers campus area. Are they going to be bracelets? I think there will be those to sell. I don't think you're going to be wearing them. I think you're going to have the uh, the appearance the virtual i think reality of wearing them without actually having to put anything on for the ride itself from what i know weird okay yeah so whenever all that opens so i mean there could be a third new attraction with phase two but as we know of that is not in the cards yet so okay that's the dca stuff Thoughts? What a what um I'm I'm a blank <laughs> Moreno. I'm I'm like confused about the Spider Man. Okay, so like I can't I can't I picture, can't like Alright, right, so the, Yeah, like it's hard. In the story of the ride, you are supposed you are gonna be aiming your wrist at the screens or whatever as if you had a a web shooter on you how spider-man does in the movies but you don't the the ride is going to be made where you don't have to wear anything they're going to be employing advanced 
I think VR technology where you will have the appearance. You will see a web slinger on your wrist. It just won't physically be there, I think is what I'm trying to say. So you still have to wear the glasses. That I can't confirm yet because in the concept art, they are wearing glasses. But they're stressing mm. that you don't have to wear anything. So they're not consistent on that yet. Maybe like in terms of like the wrists. Yeah. You don't have to wear the Maybe wrists. Maybe as Maybe that. that's what they mean. Yeah. Um. Wild. Yeah, yeah. How are they like? What the, what's the the precision that you have to like do to like? Because <laughs> like, like, what if like you hit someone? Because like, <laughs> people have fucking wild hand gestures. How can it like swing at something? Like I that don't know. And, I don't know. Like, nevertheless, hitting people—that's a completely different story all in itself. But like <laughs> aiming at the screen and like the the sensors knowing what you're, what, the infrared. I don't know. It. This is why we're not imagine. We're ideas people. We're not. <laughs> we're not imagineers. I don't know if we mentioned it before, but the Avengers e-ticket they did. Uh, back at D23 last year, they did release concept art of what the exterior of the building would look like, and it is huge. Um, and then, of mm-hmm. course, what it would, what the actual attraction would be. Uh, the story is the Avengers go to Wakanda, and you fight out, and you fight against some bad guy or whatever, and you have a whole bunch of Avengers. I think you're going to see a combination. I think what's been rumored, or at least what I've seen the most, is that they're going to employ the technology that they created for Flight of Passage. The uh, Avatar ride at um, Pan- uh, Pandora is it, it's called Pandora, the world mm-hmm. of Avatar at the Animal Kingdom. I think they'll be employing that technology, um, but again, I don't know necessarily. I don't think it's going to be a roller coaster. Then I think it's going to be something along the lines of a flight of passage, maybe meets Rise of the Resistance, maybe like Battle of the Sunken Treasure, which is at Shanghai. So maybe mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so we're gonna go to Wakanda on a boat. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're gonna we're gonna be <laughs> flying there. We're gonna have the appearance of flying because isn't that what flight of passage um, is like? I don't know. Who- being on a, you know, it would have been like something like smug. Like I would have pictured something like Smuggler's Run, right? Like going on a Quinjet right, and making right, like right. the the ride vehicle look like a Quinjet, and you're just taking off in that Quinjet. Take a shot every time I say Quinjet. Um, <laughs> But like, so you're going, so you're going to Wakanda, you have a mission to do in Wakanda and you're taking off mm-hmm. and like all the Avengers and it's pretty much going to be like Avengers Endgame. The concept art, it was almost like a scene out of Age of Ultron where everyone's fighting off an Ultron bot, but you're in Wakanda doing it. It basically is the battle of Wakanda in a ride from what I saw and read. Okay. Um, confirmed characters that we're gonna see? No, no, no. no. Uh, as far as like in the attraction itself, that's not confirmed yet. But what they did like, confirm? Are we gonna see? Like, are we gonna see Robert Downey Jr. coming back? Are we gonna see Chris Evans and all that stuff doing their? I feel that thing? if like, if those characters are gonna be used in the ride, that has to be a definite because they they took the likeness of the Guardians for Mission Breakout with the actual actors. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. a guarantee if they do that. Or they probably just already have yeah, it. Yeah, they could already, yeah. And 
they already filmed it while they were doing like Endgame or something like that, and just like, mm-hmm. okay, let's double. Like for example, like they filmed uh, the everything. Like James Gunn, he directed all the footage that you see on Mission Breakout. Makes sense, yeah. And he also like he did it while they were on set of Guardians Volume yeah. Two. So yeah, you it know, could have already happened, and even if it didn't, I mean, they're not going to say no. It's money. And you're like in yeah. the parks, and I'm pretty sure they they're already contractually obligated to. Right, um, that's what happens when you work the, for the mouse. <laughs> like, uh, like for example, Adam Driver when he when his uh, he w- he absolutely detested the idea of him becoming an attraction. So when you see him in the um, in the Rise of the Resistance, you just hear his voice and you don't yeah. see his face. The mask is on the whole time, and I figured that was the reason. <laughs> I figured that's what it was. Yeah, it, it's. It, I would have been really. Yeah, because in that situation, you, like, you know, John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac, uh, Domhnall Gleeson—they're all. Uh, their likeness is in the right itself. So, yeah. Oh my god! I would have. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one, one more thing on. Uh, well, there's actually something I just it it occurred to me. So, I I. What I did hear is that they've ordered a second version, and I don't know if the theming will carry over 100%, but the same mechanism for the Guardians roller coaster that's being constructed at Epcot is supposed to – they've ordered a second version of that. I can't speak to where they'll place it and which park, but if it would come to Avengers Campus would be the likely location of it, and there may just be enough space for that next to the Avengers e-ticket, but it would be very unlikely that it would be themed to Guardians since they already have a themed attraction in that land. If well, that I don't know. I don't know. Alice in Wonderland has two rides That's in uh, right, Fantasyland. Huh? I forget that shit. <laughs> I do forget. She has to be the only the, one, right, that has like two rides? Yeah. She has an indoor dark ride and freaking teacups. You have one outdoor and one indoor. You you could, I mean, Disney has done it before <laughs> if they do Guardians. So, yeah, I think that that, that could be another part of Phase 2 uh, if that's concerned. And one final thing with Avengers Campus is that a main, if not like the main attraction overall at the land especially when it opens, is so many characters, so many meet and greets. And they've gotten around the whole like cinematic universe discussion by like saying, oh, we're just not in the MCU. We'll mirror the MCU, but we're not going to, we're not going to deal with that conversation of like, are we canon or not? So fuck off basically is what they said. We're giving you Loki and Thor. Be happy with it. (laughs) So it's not canon? No. It is. It is in the sense that everything from it is in, is coming from the MCU, but they're not gonna like say that it's exactly the MCU because in the MCU uh, right now know, they died. You know. You know what's a bummer, what? and I hope that they got it and thought it through in advance. I hope that every attraction has a Stanley cameo. Uh, he's dead. I know, but like <laughs> I don't know. I I I I I hope that they had the the um the foresight to film 
said cameos in advance for the attractions, but I don't know. Um, sounds good. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do, like the like the intricacies, because I've already heard enough. I wanted to know about Spider Man. Yeah, I want to know what the intricacies is gonna be with the Avengers E ticket attraction. Again, we're talking about years from now, maybe like three or four years, especially with the delay. So we have to be realistic about when we're going to get this. But I'm very much intrigued by how it actually is going to be. What I can see, because I, I actually was sad because I thought they weren't going to do this when they first like announced Avengers Campus. But they are going to do it in phases, as they said. And they did confirm this attraction. But my hope is that this is going to be um, uh, a big deal, this ride. Because I know some people have been disappointed with the design of Avengers Campus. And so I think they can make up for that in the attractions themselves. You already have a big winner in Mission Breakout. The Web Slinger should be very popular. And then you add this with it. So it may just make up for it being just a bunch of buildings. And it's going to yeah. be... Because the thing is, is I, I, I like when... You know, when there's some sort of tie-in with the with the movie, like for example, Anthony Daniels lending his voice for C three C three PO on Star Tours and just like all that stuff. Uh, uh, Jim Cummings providing his voice for Honda Onaka. I mean, there's like just different things that I like, like the like the synonymous like the synonymous energy that goes on, and that's not synergy. gonna stop. Like and, I, and I wondered, like, like, for example, like Spider Man, is it going to be Tom Holland yeah. or is it just going to be a random, no, random guy? It is. It, I, it's going to be Tom there Holland. Is, there are images out there with an Imagineer, <laughs> with Tom Holland with his coffee standing next to an Imagineer looking at concept art for the attraction. No, he is confirmed for that. If, if, you're, if you have any questions about that. So okay. make no mistake. Anything in Avengers Campus is going to be basically the MCU. But what I am saying about it not being canon is the same way that they may be going back on Galaxy's Edge. Because with Galaxy's Edge, they committed to it being post-Last Jedi. And because of that, they kind of neutered themselves with not being able to do meet and greets of characters that are already dead like Darth Vader or um, whatever have you, right? Or Ahsoka Tano maybe or whatever. Yeah. So. They're gonna they're going back on that because it was confirmed that the Mandalorian, the character, would be doing a meet and greet. Um, they were even thinking of, of doing maybe a Mandalorian overlay, uh, a temporary overlay to um, the Smuggler's Run attraction at Galaxy's Edge. I don't know what that would look like. Again, there were just rumors at that point. But the point is, <laughs> Moreno's face. <laughs> the point I, I know, like, how dare you take out Hondo for Mando? Fuck off. By the way, H Hondo Onaka makes that ride from what I saw. <laughs> oh, you, you've you been on it, haven't you? What are you going to do? You... Like, oh my God. I can't. Okay. The point is. When you say we don't listen. It's just going to be fucking baby Yoda. Pony. I know. The, the point is this. <laughs> uh, be prepared for more classic Star Wars characters coming to Galaxy's Edge to liven up things more than just... Because all they have is maybe sometimes Rey and Kylo walk around, but mostly it's Chewbacca and R2. But they're going to start off with... But now they're going to phase in more characters walking around like C-3PO, which why wasn't he already walking around? I think that'd be a great meet and greet, but that that's what I'm saying is... it. 
That would have right. been really cool. It is canon, and it's also not because the canon limits the experiences that the theme parks can create, is the point. Mm-hmm. For example, that blue and green milk overall has not been universally loved. But they also like can canonize the ingredients, and now they're kind of like, well... We, we should change it that way people like it better, but it's canon now. So we're kind of in this awkward space of do we change the recipe to make it better, but then also kind of like throw this canon book under the bus, you see? So that that's how they you, – you're tied to that shit in a bad way if you commit to it 100%. Uh-huh. Well, it's like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Like the the ride itself doesn't make any sense because you're like, what what movie is this? Is this is this Order of the Phoenix? Is this Half Blood Prince? Cares, Which movie is though? this? It's who just, cares? Just enjoy it. It just represents. It. it just represents. Oh, Harry, he's on another adventure. There it is. Um, so you would you know you could understand. It's just like being thrown into the adventure of you know of your characters Mm -hmm. i guess that is the that is the rationale um but yeah i would understand because like star wars it's a different thing like marvel like the comics already have their own different pocket universes but star wars unfortunately george lucas shot himself in the foot by not having like different timelines in star wars do you feel then Um, does this news bother you then i'm just trying about them going back on on their word and then just throwing out any characters in any timeline at Galaxy's Edge. Does that bother you? Well, it does kind of spoil the Mandalorian if he's still alive, you know, post uh post uh, the last Jedi. Um but they're not I, I think that the just to work clear, they're reneging on that promise is what I feel is what they're doing is like instead of committing 100% to the timeline of Bot 2, they're throwing that in the trash can. Um, a little bit, because I feel like I'm a part of the, um, the official ending of Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, it is a plus, and it, it, I don't think that takes away from it, because it, it basically is, and Rise of the Resistance is a post-Last Jedi attraction, and it it basically is Last Jedi, the ride, based on the characters and the time, so from my view, I don't think it takes away from that. I also don't care i think if it means you're going to get a better theme park experience i'm not going to be too anal in my view anyway about the details of where in the canon this takes place alexis well how do you feel Mm -hmm. no yeah same i think that they really did shot themselves in the foot when they put a timeline in it because it's essentially star wars land you have to have the characters walking around. It's not it, happening right now, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. I think at least like C three PO. I think that's a re- extremely added bonus. I mean, Kyle, because, wouldn't you want to like, that... have a photo with Princess Leia? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you see, and we can just do that <laughs> by just mm-hmm. ignoring the rules. Um, I would like to have a picture with Darth Vader. I mean, that would be freaking cool. But yeah, I, I think you already do that already. Um, well, it, it should be going away based on the other rumors I've yet to say. So 
But you, but you, you said uh, C-3PO, and that intrigued me because I, I have yet to see like a walking C-3PO. It annoys me how that isn't already a thing. That would be really great. Anthony <laughs> yeah. Daniels would eat that shit up. He always is down to do more dialogue with C-3PO. But I don't think it would be really impossible to have him at both coasts at once at Florida. You know, okay, come on here. Oh my god. All right. I think it'd be nice to have like some, like an impersonator like doing an Anthony Daniels. Well, voice I mean, obviously it'll be, be a, more. Yes, obviously it'll be a cast more interactive, right? Um, yeah. And again, similarly to how you couldn't get Jim Cummings, I know that in Orlando when they premiered Galaxy's Edge, they had an actor in the whole like makeup of Hondo Onaka, but they had Jim Cummings do the mm-hmm. audio. But they still have. I think having Hondo walk around Galaxy's Edge would make a hoot. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Hondo is, I think, really well received. I mean, it's big for like a Clone Wars character to be given a ride like that in that kind of presence. So you know what? Mm-hmm. Like more Hondo, I'm more down for that. You can have Ahsoka walk around <laughs> Galaxy's Edge now. How old is that mofo? No one cares. I guess. Uh, I know, but it's really old. But it's like he lived through the Clone Wars. He lived through friggin' Rebels. He lived through. <laughs> he's now past, you know, the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. He's old. Fucking old ass shit. Um. Yeah. So tell us the tell us the bad news. Uh, well. Uh, well, is it bad news? <laughs> I don't know if it's bad news. Well, what has been approved is a complete demolition and makeover of Tomorrowland, where the only things that will survive are. Space Mountain, the monorail, and the lagoon portion of the submarine attraction. What will be going away, so Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, Star Tour, the submarines themselves is are, are being gone, Autopia, a portion of the Space Mountain building needs to come down. They need to rip out the old people mover tracks that are no longer in use. It is a massive the- overhaul. The theater in which houses Captain EO. Probably, probably, yes. Okay. Probably, yeah. It, it, it's all gone. It, at least it's been approved to be all gone. That's the best, okay. the first part. That's, a, that's, that's a, a lot. lot. That's a massive project. That's, that's a filet right there. <laughs> Freaking gutting that fish. Um, And again, I guess maybe... As far as like what will go into it, um, as far as Tomorrowland itself, you can bet, and everyone is saying the same thing because it's already it, it first appeared in Shanghai and now it's being built in Magic Kingdom. You can bet that Tron will be. I think they even said in the rumor Tron will be the headlining attraction coming to the new Tomorrowland, and it's supposed to be so big uh, of a space that it's going to be like what draws you into the new Tomorrowland. So, you know, I was wondering, you know, so they're bringing, so obviously Shanghai has their Tron ride and, uh, uh, we're getting our own Tron ride as well. I was wondering, I'm like, wow, they're still banking on, on Tron. Why, why is that? But then it was announced that, uh, Jared Leto and all that stuff are teaming up for another Tron project. And that, yeah, that story Peter and I will go into on red spotlight in depth. Um, I think what's interesting is I don't think it's because of the property that they're doing Tron. I think it's because 
the ride itself is very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I could I, And I, I think because the ride is so popular, they're ordering more of those. And they're even I think the enthusiasm for the ride may be motivating the talks for the movies or shows going forward because they're seeing something with it. I mean, for it to come to both coasts in the United States, that's a big thing um, for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, they even did like that, um, that prop show. They had a whole. Right. Yeah. Prop culture and Disney plus. Yeah. Tron episode and friggin' the nighttime show um at California Adventure in Hollywood Land. I mean that was that was a that was a big one too. Yeah, that I went mean, on like, after a while. It's it was there for a good bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I heard the music, the DJ was freaking phenomenal. <laughs> and that can be brought Unrelated. back. I mean, look, uh that can be brought back Ooh, with dude, Tron. The the ribbon cutting ceremony have like a nighttime like re- revitalize that and then have it open with Daft Punk. Yeah, um, I would love that. Yeah, they'll be there for sure. <laughs> um, no, I mean I think Tron in general is from what I've seen is a great attraction and it fits the theming better than anything else in Tomorrowland because <laughs> it is a futuristic mm-hmm. like grid like um, environment. So I'm all down for Tron um, by all means. Do it. Do yeah. it yesterday. <laughs> That's how badly I think it needs it. And yeah, I do, I'm not sure if I went on record on the podcast. I'm saying it, but like when Walt made Tomorrowland, his whole idea is like it is the present day's version of what tomorrow is, and what you know the ideas of what the present's version of tomorrow will be. And right now, it is the '80s future. <laughs> it needs it needs a facelift you know and it needs to be like of all the proper of all the lands to constantly be shifting it should be tomorrow and i think and i think mm-hmm. it's good unfortunately and this is not to, sh- to throw shade at michael eisner i love the man but i think what he tried to do with tomorrowland in the late 90s may go down as one of his biggest failures because they tried make because that was the i don't know if you're aware of this but this was this was the makeover that turned that painted Space Mountain into a bronze aesthetic. It, and it's still that way in France. Yeah. Uh, but I hear that one. I, I I hear that the Space Mountain in France is like the best one. But I feel like it makes sense over there because don't they have like that Discovery kind of, Land? It's like a steampunk uh, Discovery steampunk Land, right? Future. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like the the idea behind it and all the development behind the Tomorrowland in France is that it's supposed to be like H.G. Wells and like the, you know, the day after, you know, the um, 80 days around the world in 80 days and just like different like steampunk version of tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. which uh, which is, I, I think, consistent with the rest of the land mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. It does make sense that it would be like bronze, steampunky gears and everything like that. Um, but here, there's like no fucking theme. Like theme, what is that? It, it, it's a really weird mishmash, and it's overdue for a makeover. Before we get into what ideas we can like think of replacing what's there, this may be unique in which I think all three of us have an attraction, and this is going to be taken away that we're all a little having mixed feelings over, and they're all different attractions. So Alexis yeah. is 
most upset at Buzz Lightyear being gone. I, I'm thinking that Kyle would be really sad to see Star Tours go. Oh, God. And like, like I'm the only guy that likes submarines, I guess, and Nemo, and that would be gone too. So all of us have fuck those fish. Oh my god, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, like Star Tours, like that just the call sign alone makes me feel like I'm at Disneyland. Um, yeah. It, 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 that- the one thing I hope that they don't take away. Is that um, the Space Mickey light. The what? The one that's on top of like the shop area uh, of the Star Wars shop. And it's like Mickey in a spacesuit and it's like it Oh, glows. I see. Oh, yeah, that that's gone. <sighs> that is gone. Because based on what I read, it's not as if like... Look, the reason why they you could sneak in and and uh, and take it and put it in your room. That yeah, that could happen. We should be clear, and we think we alluded to this. The reason why Disney has gone so far to approve a complete demo job of Tomorrowland is because redressing the buildings and putting something else in it is not worth it anymore because it just won't work. Yeah. 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 But that's like, I don't know. I feel like that's such like a, or just move it somewhere else. Just don't take it. Which away. one? <laughs> the light. <laughs> the fucking lights. <laughs> she's she's worried about decorations. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it is aesthetically pleasing. Just like Mickey in a spacesuit. Like, yeah, give me that. Um, Jedi Academy, you could move to. Well, that's um, been gone, Kyle. They canceled the I know. What Jedi Academy, say? the training academy. <laughs> okay. Yes, Sorry, I just haven't been in a decade, you know, it's no big. Shit. She got canceled. <laughs> I don't know why. Um But Space Mountain, I don't think that I mean that's iconic right there. It's like removing the Matterhorn. I mean, no way. Um Yeah. Sad Star Tours will be good, though. That's the one I think that would be, like, I think that's that's the most popular attraction in that area. Um, and I think it's reached the point where, even though it is, like, classic in terms of Disneyland and Disney parks, the fact that Star Wars has its own themed land now, they have, um, I think, enough to justify it going away. And you can argue that it's been very much one-upped by Rise of the Resistance. So I think they probably have enough reasons to like retire the attraction, as sad as it is to see it go. But that's where you could put the classic characters. I mean, I'm not opposed to them moving it to Galaxy's Edge. I just don't know if they're going to see it as worth the expense to do that. But then you have Smuggler's Run, which is pretty much the same shit. Exactly, but- right? About, I mean, it is, but, you know. Um, so, yeah, this is the hard part of, like, expansion is that you got to see things that you let go away. Like, Alexis, you're a big fan of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Tell us why. <laughs> I mean, I I, I like the ride. Don't. I, don't I, I didn't mean that in a bad way. I, I do enjoy the attraction as well. Um, but why that more than, like, Star Tours for you? 
know. You just like Buzz Lightyear? Uh, I, I just never, I mean, not that I didn't like Star Tours, but it wasn't just like one that I would get on all the time, but I would always get on. I always get on Buzz Lightyear. Like, that's usually maybe the first ride that I always get on. Or sometimes even the only ride I get on. <laughs> yeah. Um, from my perspective... I wrote it seven times that day. So. Wow. <laughs> I, 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 It'll be like that. I'm the biggest, I guess, fan of the submarines here, but I'm okay with it going away. So that should tell you something. Um, only because it... The, the part of the ride that I like is before you go into, like, the showroom and it shows you all of the uh, projections or whatever. That part, I I have to admit, I do tune out. But the part before it, when you're underwater, like, for real, in that beautiful lagoon, is, like, what I really enjoy the most. But even then, it's 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 a lot of space that you can use for something else. And so I'm fine with it going away. I really wonder, though, why they're going to keep the lagoon. I guess because it is beautiful to look at. So maybe that's what they're... I wonder what they're going to do with the <laughs> lagoon, keep... you know? Yeah. Unless they're... But I feel like if you're Get rid of the subs. Not do anything right, with it. Just right. leave it. That could... Yeah, so... So they pl- have to do something with it. Unless they're planning a water show. Moana. Something with Moana. Moana? That's tomorrow. Well, 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 it's tomorrow. Well, hold on a minute. That... But it's going to become Fantasyland, part of it anyway. So let me just – so this is the thing. Tomorrowland is going to get a complete makeover. But as far as like the, the current space that encompasses Tomorrowland, it will be getting smaller from the perspective that Autopia and Nemo are going to be repurposed for an, a small expansion of Fantasyland. So that's the other part I hadn't previously mentioned. Um, so yeah, that, that space that currently is the subs is to become fantasy land. Mm -hmm. The one thing I, I mean, I hope this doesn't mean they're going to get rid of it. Although maybe that's why they're saving the lagoon. God forbid they ever decide to remove Ariel from where she is right now at DCA. God forbid, I would be angry if that happened, legitimately angry. But the, if they keep the lagoon, that would be a place to move it to as a consolation. But even the, the fact of like getting rid of Ariel is just in, maddening to me. Besides, the ride is popular and it, it, it absorbs crowds like quick. So I can't see that going away. I really can't. Okay, I see. I see where they're coming from. I was like, because I'm looking at the map, and I was just like, where, "What's the geography yeah. of this whole thing?" I was like, With "Okay, the geography, I, the topography." But again, like I, I haven't been in a decade, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I could see like the because it's like the submarine ride is theoretically behind small world it's it's right next to matterhorn and small world that area right there so just so people can imagine this like right in so, between so them. i'm going to describe it in a way people who are listening can understand and visualize this the space that is autopia nemo and then also in between autopia matterhorn and small world 
is an empty patch with the old people mover track and some current monorail tracks. So what's going to happen is they're going to use that area to put something else in it. So they're going to have to remove Autopia, the submarines, the people mover, and the monorail track in that area. So the monorail track right now will be affected. It's not going to go away. Obviously, it's the monorail. But that specific location where it's at next to a small world is going to be removed. For a expansion of Fantasyland that, from what everything I've read suggests, will be themed to Beauty and the Beast. Which, in my view, I think that's kind of a step up. A trade-up, really. Um, if that's the case. I am 100% for this. Uh, it is weird to me that there has not been a Beauty and the Beast ride. <laughs> Hopefully we're getting the one that's in uh, Tokyo. No, that, that, that I can confirm. So, to be clear, um... The Tokyo Dark Ride, the trackless dark ride, which is we've seen images from, looks astounding. Like, next level, next world crazy. What the story that goes based on this rumor is that they blew the budget out the window for that version of that ride. So much so that the only way to recoup on that investment is to order another one. And specifically, all of the sources say this definitively. That same ride from Tokyo is coming to Disneyland, Fantasyland. And where is the space to put that? Right there in what I just mentioned. So much so that they could theoretically do either or or both a Gaston's Tavern and or a BR Guest, an all-encompassing Beauty and the Beast area with BR Guest, Gaston's Tavern. Those are less confirmed, but what will is for sure is that... Rapunzel bathroom. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Those bathrooms are freaking cool. <laughs> or just do a Rapunzel restaurant. I have a dream. I have Corona. a dream. I think what if they? I don't know if there would be space for it, but if there were to do a Tangled Dark ride, so. You know this the the space next to Pinocchio that's a restaurant. It used to be called the Village House. It's now Red Rose. You can retheme that mm-hmm. to literally the same tavern from the movie that they go into. I have a dream from Tangled. The snuggly. And then if there's enough space, because that walkway from Fantasyland to uh, to Frontierland is pretty big. There's an I th- I mm-hmm. could, there could be enough space for a small scale tangled dark ride the same way as snow white or pinocchio if they would want to do that in the future i think that would be wonderful mm-hmm. i am and the bathrooms too you can add the bathrooms in there too just for good measure <laughs> they already are bathrooms just at right, the tower right. no but they already have rapunzel's tower they do right at the fantasy fair yeah mm-hmm uh, at the Fantasy Fair, the most magical podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, look, uh, yeah. But, I mean, I feel like, because I talked to this with, like, a, uh, with a few friends who are also, like, mm-hmm. big Disney fans. 
they were actually really sad that Autopia is going away. Look, let me let me see if I can explain that, even though I'm not personally. I think what would make people sad about that is that the intention behind Walt's reasoning for that ride to be there. And I think the best thing that Autopia does for small children in particular is that it gives them an experience they can't have until they're 16, and that is to drive a car or the closest thing to driving a car. I I like the idea behind that. I just wish that in practice it was far better than what it is now. That's the problem with mm-hmm. it. And so from that perspective, I understand why it would be going away. And it's horribly outdated. Like that ride feels like it's from the 20s. I- it feels like you're riding the Matterhorn. <laughs> Not to mention the gas smell. Oh my, it, it, and the queue is such a pain in the ass to wait for. Um, but the thing is, is that they give the kids the freaking, uh, well, all riders on the ride, they give them their little driver's licenses. Yeah, and that's, not, I have fond memories of that when I was a kid, but now it. They don't, they don't do that. Oh, anymore. wonderful, Alexis. <laughs> yeah, you just ruined it all. Great. Um, like to me, what I would prefer. I mean, I wouldn't know. I mean, <laughs> I think the best way if we were to improve Autopia is you need to seriously upgrade the technology. I would turn it into an indoor attraction because it's fucking hot in that area. Forget about the cars really? being on, on whatever oil it is and like just make them like. It, it's just that they didn't update it as much as right, they needed right. to. And that's the problem. And. Now it just feels like, and it's also yeah. At least to me, it just like I get it. It's like an original right. attraction. I I get. I understand. You know what? I, but it's 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 no tiki room. Yeah. It's no and, and and consider <laughs> the space. It's a huge space for mm-hmm. like, and and also consider what could replace it. I think Beauty and the Beast, that dark ride, that massive trackless dark ride. I think that justifies. Um. You can you can trademark uh the ride mm-hmm. going to Disneyland to be Autopia. <laughs> wow. Ooh, I have a good idea. I have a good idea for Autopia. Okay, so we we take Lightning McQueen and his friends, right? And then we, we make that into a ride. Um you go through Radiator Springs and all that stuff and, and you know, maybe there'll be a race. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a race that goes on. That also doesn't help Autopia's like future. Is that there? There's that yeah. out there, and it is one of the best attractions ever created. Period. What? What? What attraction? Radiator Springs Racers. Oh my god, that's the one that I'm creating right now. I don't know what you're talking about. And if you're but a yeah, fan, of, so again, you, can we get can we get to my idea? Because I'm actually really. I'll get to you right now. I just, I just, just want to say, look, happening. if you're a fan of Cars vs. Cars Land. Mic drop. There, go, go, Alexa. There's yeah, a Cars Land. Sorry. I mean, I wouldn't know because I haven't been in like almost. A You've decade, experienced so. Cars Land, Kyle. Come on, you've at least done that. I have. Yes. You see, it's been so long. I don't remember. <laughs> Continue, Alexis. Um, one of the things that I said is to bring Mission Space and turn it into mm-hmm. Wally. I am I'm sold. down. Let's do it. 
No, I think I, I, I think that makes it. too much sense. Wally is a property that <laughs> is in space. Mission Space is a beloved attraction. I think it would be a wo- somewhat set in the future. Right. I think it's a wonderful marriage, and it'll give you the experience of going to space, something none of us will ever get to do. This is like the next and best thing, space. and you'll be safe. What a bonus that is! So like. And with it like being themed to Wally, reaching out and touching the stars of the cosmos, I think that is a perfect attraction for Tomorrowland. It, it like it's with the G force yeah. and everything like that. It'll be, it'll be it's good. one of those things that works so well. Like why isn't it already there? You know, that's also we could teach your freaking guests to pick up their freaking trash. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, any other. Rumors on the mill. That about does it. But just keep in mind that a lot of this we're not going to see until, you know, we're talking about the next 10 years. That That's how, how massive next, a lot of yeah, these things the are. This is the next decade. At least the next 10 years. Um, the next decade. Right. Then it'll be 20 years since I've been to, um, <laughs> to Disney, you know? I mean... And like that doesn't What's even encompass the war? things that are already going on right now. Keep in mind there are phases of constructions going on with Toontown and of course and Avengers COVID. Campus. And the very first thing um, that has already been announced is of course the retheming of Splash Mountain, which we should repeat. Wow, that I want to do like yesterday. Snaps and claps all over. Spl- Splash Mountain. What? <laughs> what ride is that? Okay. Um. Yeah. Also, because uh, we mentioned it real briefly uh, about Star Tours, just to, everyone is, what was it? Just so we're reminded that they have enough space that they saved that Galaxy's Edge here in Disneyland to do a third attraction. And that is coming. But I wouldn't expect it anytime soon. I think the priority right now is what they're constructing, which is Avengers Campus, Runaway Railway, and Splash Mountain are clearly at the top of the list. And then down the line would be – the trick is this, because at some point, if you're going to demo all of Tomorrowland, that's like a whole land just down, offline. And then considering that part of Tomorrowland is going to be turned into – a new area for fantasy land. So it, yeah, they're going to, and again, like they're going to be opening in phases as the years go along. And of course, with the caveat that budgets and budgets can change with the pandemic happening. But I will say this for a reason to be optimistic and not in despair. If Bob Chapek, the current CEO of the company were still in charge of the parks right now, there would be no use for this episode because all of those things would have been canceled. Like months ago, because that is his reputation, is <laughs> just canceling everything. So have faith in that tomorrow is in charge of the parks and in charge of, of course, the budgets and the creative aspects. So look, um, a lot of these things that we just talked about. Wait a minute. I thought Eisner was in charge of Disney. A lot of these things that we just talked about, I think, have an excellent chance of actually becoming real. Oh, and I forgot to mention the Hollywood thing as well. That also expected in the different phases. There's a, there's a lot of different construction phases that is basically the next 10 years of Disneyland. 
um, which I think is exciting. It gives us more to look forward to than what's already there. I am very excited. <laughs> Ditto. Um, I have no other thoughts. Um, Moreno, you have any thoughts? Nope. Alexis? Stay safe, wear a mask. Yep, wear the damn mask. Anyway, without further ado, did you like what you heard here? And if you did, you could check us out everywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, we are, just to remind everybody, we're on our new home, castbox.fm. So subscribe if you haven't subscribed and do all that good shit. Um, yeah, without further ado, I'm Kyle Lara. With me is Alexis Soto and Alexis Morano. And as always, as I forgot last time, stay magical, everyone. When you wish upon a star, make no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come. Happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you.